0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's sermon podcast of B Church. Here, you can listen to our latest weekly sermons for your spiritual growth. We believe that this message will really bless you. Praise God. Thank you, team. Come on, give them a hand. Just thank them. Awesome. I want to welcome you. If you're here for the first time, then um, welcome. I hope you enjoy the service with us that you'll be really blessed by what God's doing in us and through us and know that you have found favor in his sight, that he loves you, and that you're special. Tonight you need to know you are the apple of his eye. Amen. Come on, you are the apple of his eye and he loves you. And tonight's good because he favors you. God favors you. And I want to speak. On, on just a, a couple of principles and actually just encourage you again tonight about the, the process in life and that what we go through and what God is doing. And I want to remind you, Mark four twenty six and 27 says, and he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, he sleeps and he rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows and he knows not how. So Father, thank you Lord for the word and thank you Lord that as we stand and, and the word is flowing from our hearts and from our spirits that we will hear what you want to say to us and that it will enter our hearts and transform us. Because Father, your word is likened to a seed that grows Father, and then it multiplies and it comes and it brings shade, it brings forth fruit and Father, others can find rest. In that presence, others can find peace in that place. And therefore, you called us to grow and to come forth, Father, as something that glorifies you. And therefore, be magnified and be lifted up tonight, Father, in the word. And let us understand the heart and the mind of God and how you love us and where you're taking us. In Jesus' name, amen. So the word, it says, is like a seed that is scattered. The kingdom works like seed. The kingdom works with seed right kingdom works with seed and he says then it's scattered and he says he sleeps and he rises the man night and day the seed sprouts and it grows but he knows not how you see there's certain things that's a mystery in the kingdom of God and a mystery in our lives and that happens to us that we all we don't always understand the process we can understand the mind of God in in certain ways but how, of you can, how many of you can say that, hey, there's things of God that we don't understand. You've tried to figure out God. You've tried to get your mind around it. But there's just some things that you can't figure out. All right? And um, there's certain things that you just need to believe. But, but I say always this. You don't have to understand or know everything to believe something. You can believe without knowing the full story. So you can, he's trustworthy. You can believe him. So he speaks about the kingdom and seed, and he says that it's planted, and there's a sprouting, and there's a growing. And so our lives is like a seed that is planted, and there's a sprouting, and there's a growing, but he says, but you don't know how. And sometimes what happens? I think uh, uh, Apostle Rocky said it so nice that God speaks about being planted, and he actually spoke on being covered. So he said that God opens and he puts you in the ground. But you chose or you choose to be covered right but when you're covered what happens when you when you put a seed in the ground and you cover it there's no light come on it's a dark place in that season there's a dark place in that moment where you cannot see what's happening that's what he says he knows not how there's a mystery in a time where the seed is in the ground that you don't understand and he said you cannot unless a, a, a a grain falls to the ground the seed falls to the ground and dies come on he cannot experience life to the full He cannot see this so 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 sometimes you feel like i'm in a dark place i cannot see there's the mystery of the kingdom i've been put in the ground but now it became dark how many of you know of you that that you trust you get a word from god you get a promise you 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 hear your husband or whoever will be saved because he was drinking two bottles of whiskey and now suddenly it's three bottles of whiskey. Does it happen to only some people? All right? It's like you, you get this promise of God and it's suddenly it looks like it's just going for the worse. Now suddenly you get this promise, and it feels like now you're even in a darker place you cannot see. Come on, all right. Some of you, or you can come afterwards, we'll pray for you for that lying spirit, okay? And we'll do deliverance. But this is the thing. God says that sometimes that is the kingdom system. You have to be planted so that you can grow. You have to be planted and anchored so that you can bear fruit. How many of you know that that when you plant it as a tree, but you uproot it and plant somewhere else, you take a long time to start bearing fruit again. There's a season, there's principles. Alright, so, so I want to encourage you actually this, that God is planting you. Although you feel like maybe you're buried and it's dark, you were planted by God. Amen? Amen. you planted. And, and the thing about being in a place where it's dark, it's uncomfortable. You don't understand what to see. It feels like everything is pushing down on you. It feels like you compacted. It feels like you press pressed down, come on. And, and the thing is, if you judge too soon, you're going to get discouraged and you're going to give up on your dreams. Because God has given you dreams, but now you feel like, oh, there's the promise. But now suddenly, boom, there's, I'm put in the ground because God says you're a seed. There's a promise because the seed contains the, contains the information. The seed carries the, the command. That's what God said. And now he takes that seed, he puts it on the ground, and you feel like everything is gone. He has given the promise, but boom, now it turned dark. God turned silent on me. If you feel like that sometimes. God speaks, says, I will, I will, I will, I shall, and then boom, suddenly there's nothing more. But God says there's a time and a process where it needs to germinate, where it needs to sprout, and you know not how. There's a part of your life and a process that you cannot understand and see Where God is busy working behind the scenes. Come on. And I want to tell you to not to give up on your dreams in the place where it's dark. Where you cannot see. Because it's a moment, it's a process that you go through. One of the most significant seasons that we can go through in our life is the season where our roots grow deep. And where we get more of anchoring so that we can in the next season go. You see, so externally it looks like nothing is taking place. Externally, it don't look like much. It looks like your life is stagnant. All right. But beneath the surface, God is building foundation. Beneath the surface, God is at work. And is busy preparing you. We know the principle. We studied in school. We understand in biology and all these things. That in the winter season, they start growing outwardly. They're growing deeper. In the root system. So that for when spring comes, the branches can push further. They can carry the weight of the new fruit. Come on. They can do those things. It's happening in the natural. He says in his principles that what happens in the natural happens in the spirit. So why sometimes we look at nature and we don't understand what God is saying or God is doing. You see, so God is building foundation in your life that your destiny depends on. Your destiny depends on this. So in actual words, God has been planting you bear fruit you're not buried and left uh, left for nothing come on Amen. amen there's a difference between the two being buried in a dark place and being planted by god and one of the main differences is your expectation your expectation come on say your expectation my no no you have to say my expectation okay you talk to yourself amen what is the difference My expectation of what God is doing is this. What happens next? Your expectation of what's gonna happen next. Because when I take a seed, if this is a seed and I put it in the ground, what do I say? Who of you loves gardening? All right, when you open the garden, when you do this, what do you say? I'm good luck. Amen. Good. You see, you're one of the guys that thinks milk comes from the the shops, not from cows. (laughs) Good luck. All right. When you take a seed and you're busy gardening, and I come and say, hey, what are you doing? You're not saying, hey, I'm burying my seed. Come on. You're saying, I'm planting seeds. You're not saying, I'm burying it. I'm planting it. All right. Because the difference is that when you plant a seed, you expect it to rise up again. You expect it to come forth because you've put this in the ground with the expectation that it brings a harvest. Something is going to come forth. Amen, that it's going to bear fruit again, that you got to see it again. It's going to rise. So, so when God is busy with a process, which is his kingdom, we spoke this morning on the kingdom and that God wants to speak about kingdom and, uh, and, and your identities and kingdom. So when we look at this, he says, this is the, then you need to expect to see that you rise again, that you planted not buried come on yes we go through tough times and you may feel like that your emotions be like that but the fact is simply God has planted you for the season come on say I'm planted all of us nay even those who don't understand the gardens amen that means you're coming back that means that you you're not only coming back it means you're coming back better Coming back stronger, you're coming back with more wisdom, more understanding, more substance, more fruit. That what you need to carry. Come on, you go in as a seed, but because of the life of God that is in you, you come out blossoming, you come out carrying something. Fruit is not for you, fruit is for others. So so God says, I plant you so that you can come up and I work that thing in you. It's me that produces it in you so that I can be glorified but others can benefit from the fruit. Amen. And this is the principle of God. 1 Peter 2, 1 Peter 1 verse 23 says, Since you've been born again, what? Not of perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and the abiding word of God. You see, so he says, we have all been born again from a seed, but not perishable, an imperishable seed. Through the word of God, abiding in the word of God. So the seed you come from, what he says is that you've been born again from imperishable seed. The seed you come from assigns to you to be successful. Okay, let me say it again. The seed you come from assigns to you to be successful. You've been born again and been planted of an imperishable seed, not a perishable He says, through the living and the abiding word of God. Come on. So it means that you cannot go to waste. It means that that you cannot be destroyed. You cannot fade away. Come on. You cannot end up in nothing. Your life has to come to something. Because you've been planted as an imperishable seed by the word of God. So there's there's an assignment to your seed. Therefore, when God puts you in the ground and you think, man, it's dark, God says, actually, hey, now you can grow and produce fruit. It's actually something where you're going at. You may feel that you are dead. You may feel that, that when you look at your circumstances, when you look at your life, there's nothing. It's dead. Because it looks dark and you cannot see. Alright? Some of you can look at your husband and you can think that they are dead. Your husbands tell them it's her wishful thinking. Alright? It's wishful thinking. <laughs> Alright, it looks like it's dead. But that's the principle of God. How many of you know that God's kingdom works in the opposites? In the upside, it's an upside down kingdom. Come on. 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty six says, You're foolish person. Should you look at your neighbor? Let's, no. Okay. You, right. You're foolish person. He says, what you sow does not come to life. What? There's a a screen. Unless it dies. That's God's kingdom. He says, what you sow does not come to life unless it dies. That's God's system. It's God's principle. You have to be put in the ground. You have to be planted. And it feels like maybe you're dying. But there's a season of a mystery that's taking place. Unless you die, you cannot have life. Come on who if you wants life then you have to go through the system of the kingdom where you are planted and then come forth for something to come to life it first needs to die that's what it says everything in god's kingdom works opposite the world will tell you differently come on the world will say do it the other way the world will look at certain things and they will ask you hey what are you doing what are you still doing in that place make a move man But God's kingdom works differently. God's kingdom works where where you have to be buried. And that's what, what, what we need to understand about our lives. 1 Corinthians 3 says that your life is God's field. It's God's building. In other words, God wants to plant so that you can grow. We are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. When you say you are God's field, it means that God wants to plant you. There's something he wants to do in your life. You see, the word itself is often referred to as a seed. The word of God. It says you are born, from, uh, born again from an incorruptible, imperishable seed, which is the, the life and the word of God. All right. And, and to conceive and give birth to the miracles that you need, God puts his word in his seed. And you need to receive. That's why how things come to life on earth. Remember, we said the only legitimate way for things to be birthed is through the womb. Come on. So it comes with a seed. You have to receive the seed to carry it so that you can give birth to that. Come on. Conception cannot take place without first planting the seed within the womb. All right. You need to receive the seed first. But how do you receive a seed? You cannot receive a seed without intimacy the seed comes when you're intimate with christ when there's then his seed is planted within you and mark 4 jesus speaks of the seed in different parables to understand or to 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 liken it to the kingdom and what it's like he says that the word is illustrated the word the kingdom of god he says is what a natural seed is to a harvest that's the kingdom of god and and the first parable he tells is the story of the sower you know, the sower sows the seed and he says, then he explains later to his disciples and he says, do you not understand? He says, the, the, the sower sows the seed. The seed is the, come on, don't you read your Bible? The seed is the word of God. And he says, so God gives you a promise. God gives you a word. And he says, the birds of the air, he says, that's the enemy. Immediately come to steal the word that God has given you. So God comes and He says, you receive the word in the form of a seed. That seed is the word. But the enemy wants to steal that seed so that you you cannot. But the key is God wants to unlock His word to you so that you can grow. You can understand. So He compares His word to a seed. You see, the law of nature is unchangeable. Come on. This is not an illustration of man. That's a law of God. God said, as long as the earth remains... Seed time and harvest. Amen. That's not a man-made law. You can do whatever you want, it's not us. God determined and said it. That's his laws of the kingdom. That's his law and nature. So whatever you want to do, you can believe it or not, that's it. Seed time and harvest. Alright? So there's many things as, as as men we can cheat in this in this environment. We can we can cheat systems that we've created. right we can we can cheat our law system the guilty can actually go free all these things we can cheat our education system isn't it you know you can actually do your best creepy race and and you can still make it all right we can cheat systems but he says you cannot cheat or change change seed time and harvest that's one of the principles seed time and harvest cannot be violated That's why Galatians say, therefore God is not mocked. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Come on. So there's a germination process that that takes place. So when God compares or likens His word to a seed, what He says is actually, hey, there's a time of germination that needs to take place. The word of God takes time in your life, but it cannot be avoided. It's a seed time and harvest principle. When he gives his word, there's a time that's going to pass, but then there's a time for reaping. That word cannot return to him void. Come on. But you need a deep foundation. Who of you knows Chinese bamboo? Alright, it takes five years to just grow this little bit. Because it develops an intricate root system. And then after five years, suddenly it sprouts up overnight. A couple of meters, very quickly. But for the first five years, it takes... So many years, just to grow this little bit. But it develops a proper root system. You see, sometimes you look at your life and maybe you're busy growing downwards, not upwards. And you just look at all the others around you as they go up and you're like, Lord, what about me? Why have you forgot me? Why this? Why that? But you may be growing downwards. Come on. God is putting you in a season where every good success is happening in a place that no one can measure. Sometimes we look at we want to measure the outward and that what we can see but God puts you in a place where you cannot measure You have to trust him You see what other people cannot see God sees You need to remind yourself this your process your life and where you're at what other people cannot see God sees And this is the parable of the seed growing Mark 4 verse 26 he says the kingdom of god is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground he sleeps and he rises night and day and the seed sprouts and grows he knows not how the earth produces by itself first the blade then the ear then the full grain in the ear but when the grape is ripe, at once he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come you see some of us we put the word of god in our hearts for a day of two but then when we don't see fruit, we actually dig up the seed through our words and through our actions, through our unbelief. Through the, I don't see anything. God didn't, we, we had a lady actually years back that, that came from ministry. She was addicted to some substances. And then uh, Pastor Natasha, she, she came to see her and she prayed for her, went through all this deliverance and things. And then she was so disillusioned because she's like, I thought it's going to be gone now. You see, there's a prayer and there's a deliverance, but then there's a road that you need to walk. There's a choice that you need to make. It's not just, it's not a magic wand that we just, poop and it's gone. There's a process attached to it as well. So God comes and He speaks and, and because we don't see immediately, we get discouraged or we start speaking the words of unbelief. And we're actually uprooting or digging up the word. That's what he says. The principle of the kingdom is when a farmer puts a seed on the ground, he doesn't go tomorrow, dig it open to see what happens. Come on. When you dig it open, you interfere with the process. And God is busy with a process in your life. So don't dig up with the words. Don't dig up with unbelief. That's what God is busy doing in your life. You have to leave it in the ground over time. So this you can say to your neighbor. Don't dig up in doubt what was planted in faith. Come on, don't dig up in doubt that what was planted in faith. You guys still okay? Amen. Am I speaking to some of you? God is taking us somewhere. But you need to abide with the process. You see, so many of us, we sometimes in a season when we don't know which one we actually are. You don't understand, am I now buried or am I planted? Alright? You don't know what, what God is doing. The question is, what do you do when you're under? Because all of us in a season is going to be under. Because God is taking, is planting us. So what do you do when you're under? Alright? Because when people ask you that, where are you in your life? What's happening in your relationships? Where are you at in your business? Or, or what's going on in your heart? Have you noticed many times a lot of people say we under under pressure all right undervalued under attack all these things isn't it i'm underpaid amen, amen. okay under fire under equip, i'm underestimated all you know we all as we under 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 you are just underground and like nobody knows actually what god has planted on the inside of you but i want to tell you you can become more all right you can do more I want to encourage you that that there's a place where you can live in God no matter what season or what you under come on, your faith is at a place that it will take you through that you can rise, come on that you can be sustained and this, you can make it through whatever you go through that when you under you have faith to bear fruit All right. Everybody of us, we want to be magically delivered just from what we're going through. But what if God's plan and purpose is for you to go through what you're going through? Not to be delivered from, but to go through. How amen. amen. Alright? And this is what God says, I'll sustain you. I'm going to take you through it. I know you want to give up, but I'm going to take you through it because it's not an easy way. But growth and comfort never go together. Growth and comfort never work together, all right? They're actually enemies. Many of us, we want to be comfortable, isn't it? We want to be comfortable, but they don't mix, all right? So you need to understand if you're under in some area of your life, you may be under depression or under attack, under whatever, God's going to give you faith to revive you. Don't quit prematurely don't quit what God is doing all right don't quit in your marriage don't throw in the towel don't go home and quit on that studies or whatever God is calling you to do don't do that just because you're in a hard season don't do that sometimes we're in a hard season but God produces something in us this is the thing and this is what you need to maybe take home under doesn't mean over under doesn't mean over There's a process in your life. Amen. Let's get to this. Then we're going to start landing the plane. It's a big plane. So we're going to land long. Okay. Psalm 1 verse 3. This is what God says. Who of you are children of God? All of us. Alright. This is what God says about you. If you're a child of God, He says... He, that's me now, is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season. Its leaves does not wither. And all that it does, he prospers. In all that it does, he prospers. Come on, it's about perspective. Where you at? Where do you see yourself? When God is busy with a process in your life? Verse 3 says this. Come on, let's just say this. I'm planted. Because he says, you are like a tree planted by where? Living waters, streams of living waters. Alright? That's the kind of relationship God wants for every believer. He says, if you're a believer, you are like a tree planted by streams of living waters. So he says, when you mature as a Christian, that's what you will look like. You'll look like a tree that's planted by the waters, all right? What is a big tree? The name of a big tree. Oak, all right? An oak. An oak is not a small thing. Some of them grow so big that you can actually walk around in it. You need a couple of men to actually take hands to, to circle it. You get big oaks, all right? Literally, figured, you get big oaks, all right? Now this is the thing is that, that, that an oak provides shade, isn't it? It can provide shelter. It can provide nourishment. There's many things a tree can do. There's many things that, that now out of, out of everything that David could write, compare your life and your maturity to Christ. He says your life is like a tree. Your life is like a tree. Your relationship with God is like a tree. Planted by rivers of living waters. So you need to kind of get this image: your life is like a tree. Well, I don't know. Maybe you now at a place where you don't have a good self-esteem, and where you cannot see actually the day, and you cannot see what what God is. You feel like maybe you chopped down, or you know, there's some stuff missing. In your branches are broken. But I want to see the best of yourself. He you says, "There's a reason He puts this metaphor." Need water. But now, if they're not close to riverbank, they need to wait for the rainy season, they need for something to come. And so often we are like this where we wait for the next thing or something to come before we can bear fruit. We we depend on the anointing, or this or that move, or this thing, and God says, No, 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 when you become mature. Your kind of relationship that you have with me is actually like you're a tree planted by riverbanks that's not dependent on moments, that's not dependent on what's in the atmosphere. Because you planted from the river, no matter if it's raining or not, come on. When you're close to God, you bear fruit in every season. You're not dependent on this. I need a move. I need an anointing. I need this to be that, and I need to be this environment atmosphere, otherwise I'm struggling. He says, no, when you're mature,
1: when you're close to the
0: river, you don't have to depend on what's happening in the atmosphere. We don't have to depend on what's happening in government, what's happening in your job. You don't have to depend on that anymore. What God wants for your life is to be like a tree that's planted by rivers and living. This is significant. Something, you start implementing it, it, works. It's like God is co signing everything that you do. It's like, Yes, I approve. Yes, everything that you do, because God says, I am the supplier of all that you need. Everything that you need, I have, and I'll give it to you. Amen. Maybe you're trusting God for, for something, maybe you want to do something for a school. Maybe you're a single parent and you're like, there's a need. I want to bless the school with backpacks. You cannot, but now because of this, you you have a heart to bless them. It's like God sent somebody to pay for all of that. Because God says, I will bless you and I will make if something is planted or buried is not by something external because I can plant a coin right now isn't it but because there's nothing inside the coin it's just gonna stay buried and when you don't plant a coin when you plant it seed but because of that what is within me makes me greater than he that's in the world come on he's a natural you need to understand that yes you're a seed God puts you in the ground Like to know more about who we are and what we do, go visit our website at bechurch.co.za. Reformed to function. Let's be church.